I'll go start the coffee. I'll be down in a minute. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura, wake up. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to our daily Bible reading, Bible study. Today we're starting a new book. Yeah. Book of Galatians. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Didn't know if you wanted to announce it. I got it. Okay. Galatians. So we did the book of Acts last. And the book of Acts ends... Basically, the second half of it is all about the Apostle Paul and his journeys and his travels and his relationships with these churches all throughout all around the Mediterranean Sea. And so we're going to look at one of those letters now in the book of Galatians. So it's written to the Christians in Galatia, which is not an actual city, but a region that is around the Mediterranean Sea. And Paul is writing to multiple churches who are there in this book shows it's rich in doctrine and it's something that one of your favorite books no no I didn't say no I said well I he's you say that because I have like every other verse highlighted (laughs) yes basically there is I if it's white in your bible it's almost highlighted now I Okay, I have this Bible that I've had since I was in seventh grade, which I think is nice because I have notes from catechism, I have notes from my high school religion classes, I have notes from college religion classes, I have notes from Bible studies I did all over the country, (laughs) and these, most of these notes here I can tell are from are from college or high school I was really highlighter crazy at that time hmm. and I can see my handwriting here is my either my high school handwriting or my I don't remember when I would have read Galatians in college I have to think on that but I remember reading it in high school so this is yeah, I like it. I don't dislike it. I don't know about picking my favorite book of the Bible, though. <laughs> well, I just hard. saw the highlights. No. I shouldn't have assumed, yeah. I guess. Never assume. Um, yeah, I think it's good. The We read Acts. We also did read um, Jonah. I don't know when, if you want to release those in order or what. They are in order. Yeah. Jonah. You, you ooh, didn't Jonah. mention it Yeah, You said we just did Acts, and now we're doing this. Oh, I apologize. Um, we did Acts. So we did a New Testament book with Acts, an Old Testament book with Jonah that we thought paired up well with Paul's message in Acts, that the word of the right. Lord is for everyone, sent to the two Gentiles. Those books are more like narrative, historical. There's a lot of like... They went here and stayed there for four days, and then this person did this, and this person did this, and there's several places where people kind of retell the same story, and, you know, like, Paul tells the story of his conversion a couple times. This book is different, and we have been trying to do a chapter a day, and I'd like to still do that, but 
just judging by the amount of notes I have in my Bible on this. It could be days. I'm just predicting because we literally haven't started it yet, but I'm wondering if we're going to get through the, a whole chapter in a half hour. I think we could do it. Depends how long we go on our introductions. But, well. this, but <laughs> Anyway, we should get started. Because but this book is more... Right. You kind of started it's a thought. It's a more doctrinal. It's more... Right. It's got a lot of content in every teaching. verse. Yeah. There's not... Not to say the other ones had filler, but we didn't need to discuss the passages that talked about eight different cities very much. So, mm-hmm. anyways, we're going to try to keep these podcasts under half hour. One, because I think that's nice for the listeners. And two, because that's literally all the time we have before people run down here screaming and interrupting us. Mm-hmm. So, let's see how far we get and what we get to learn today. Reading Galatians out of the NIV. I'm using an older version. I've been listening to the Bible on my Bible app, and now it's always the newer version, and I just, I realize there are a lot of just little things. So if you have a different translation where there's just slightly different words, and you have any questions about that, That would be something I'd have a question on, I know. But you can always reach out, ask us questions. Okay, let's get started. Chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brothers with me. To the churches in Galatia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, that's that's a lot already. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So, in the letters that were written, if you read through Romans, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Corinthians, any of those, uh, the the format for a letter back then was to start with your name. So this is very common for any of the Paul, Pauline letters where he is going to start with who he is and then give this kind of beautiful explanation or beautiful introduction to the book. So Paul's an apostle, which means he was sent out from God and he is sent out not because the church wanted him to or not because he decided this is really what I want to do with my life, but because God sent him out. This is God's will that he does this. So he's claiming this authority that the things that he is going to be writing in this book are not just the thoughts of a man or the thoughts of a scientist or anything. It's, It's the this is the will of God for him to write these things down. And then, I mean, highlighted at the very, very front of this is what's so great about God? Well, he's the one that rose from the dead. Uh, and, I mean, that's what our faith is based on. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if Christ didn't rise from the dead, our faith is futile. I think that's in Romans. But anyway, it's Could this it's be just a, proof a passage for people who don't believe that Jesus is God. 
because it says Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. I don't know because other people were raised from the dead throughout the Bible as well. I know, but didn't Jesus rise from the dead on his own since he's God? Or did God the Father have I to think raise him? It talks about God the Father raising him from the dead. But this gets into the mystery of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. That definitely let's not get into that no, today. No. Okay, that's right, that's pretty deep. Reading. All right, verse six. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we have said or already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. And now, am I now writing, oh, sorry, <laughs> am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. This, so this could be definitely a proof passage for, for why we believe in just the Bible, 66 books of the Bible. So when we look at oh, God's word, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to sneeze here. Well, while you're sneezing, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, he's saying that someone, people, are confusing the gospel. And that's not... That's not saying, like, the Jews are, are you know, persecuting them or asking them to come back to their original religion. This is a different form of Christianity or a different, I don't know, different thing? Or is this going back, like, join, rejoin our synagogues, Jesus isn't right? No, it's not returning back to the other ones. As... As soon as the true word of God went out, there were people that started changing it and perverting it. Mm. And that's that's common throughout the whole Bible. There have been false prophets. There have been people that have been opportunistic or relying on their own understanding and saying, this is what it really means when it doesn't. And Paul says... If I came out to you today and said, never mind, Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then guess what? You should not listen to me anymore. What we should rely on is what is true in God's word. And this is this has happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul is talking about this. The prophet Muhammad was in a supposedly was in a cave in Jerusalem and the angel Gabriel came down and gave him the Quran. That's what he claims. That's what he claims. Joseph Smith claims that he was in the woods and Gabriel came to him and gave him the Book of Mormon. So there are instances where these very popular religions that 
claim that an angel of the Lord gave them a gospel that is different from what the word of God truly teaches. And Paul is warning against that to just rely on God's word. And what God's word is, it agrees with the rest of scripture. It is not a different gospel. Uh, Anything that we find Almost everything that we find in the letters that Paul writes, we can trace back to a teaching that Jesus taught throughout his Gospels. It's, it's not something new. It's not something different. It is truly God's word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what the... Well, the note I have in my self-study Bible says the Judaizers verse 7 where it says it's really no gospel at all people are trying to throw you into confusion do you know I mean the Judaizers what they were preaching I would have to brush up a lot more but I would yeah that I mean, assume it's it sounds familiar back. and I'm pretty sure I do know what it is somewhere deep in the back of my head it's not coming to me right now. Maybe it's in a note on the next page or something. Um, anyway, so it's a problem. And then I think it's interesting how verse 8 and verse 9 are like the exact same sentence. And he just kind of repeats it at them. The Anyone who preaches a gospel other than this, let him be eternally condemned. It's like he's, you know, let me make myself clear. And he says it twice. And he... I like Paul's writing style. The Apostle Paul. Yeah. You do, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, something to remember, though, is that all of these books would have been read aloud. Mm-hmm. So they were written to be heard yeah. rather than to be read. I'll try to read more like Paul, more like with attitude. How do you know? <laughs> that's just that's how he is in your mind. That's how he sounds to me. Well, this, I mean... It's different. Every book, I mean, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit, but every person's writing style comes through, and yeah. some people's are, you know, like, well, when you talk about the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they have their more more to the point, more flowery, you know. Each of them has their yeah, own style. Yeah, so, and I, Paul asks these kind of questions, too, like, ten Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? Sure. If I were, when they like answers his own question. And well, now I don't know. I mean, well, Paul was a, a Pharisee. I mean, he was trained. Yeah. So he's a lawyer. You know, he's very much point, 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 yeah. point. How can you beat this argument? Right. But so when you read it, you know, you have to understand he's asking the question to make a point. He's not questioning what he's actually doing like this is a rhetorical question yes so and very quickly i would encourage you if you are listening to this book because it is meant to be heard to just listen to the whole book all the way through mm-hmm. you can go on if you don't have one uh, biblegateway.com you can listen yeah. there are multiple free versions of the bible to listen to and then you and get kind of a the... feeling for the uh original audience how they you heard like it. are in the app store and you search bible app the one that's most popular is like 
U version. I think that's through Bible yeah. Gateway. Okay. It's the same near. I mean, I think it's the same narrator. It's the one we listen to. Max McLean. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sounds like James Earl Jones. Yeah. If you. That's a that's a far superior version than me reading it. Oh, I don't think <laughs> so. Let's keep reading. I'll try to be more like Max or like the Apostle Paul. Oh, you be you. Okay. Uh, next section is called Paul Called by God, verse 11. I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preached is not something that man made up. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For, the, for you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many Jews my own age and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who was, who sent me apart from birth and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not consult any man, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went immediately into Arabia and later returned to Damascus. Okay, let's stop for a second, because Acts, when we were reading Acts, and it seems like a long time ago, because when you only read a chapter a day, and Acts was 28 chapters, like we did that in a month, it still was a long time, from the beginning to the end. and if we're releasing for a week. And we're releasing them slower than we're doing them. That's almost two months. So for some of you who are, like, listening to this, it will be almost two months or more since maybe you heard the beginning of Acts, but way back when. And I, I, I've been re-listening to them as we edit them. So I remember you said, later we're going to hear Paul spends time in Arabia. Uh-huh. And then that was not mentioned at all during Acts. <laughs> yeah. So here's the part you're talking about. This is how we know he went to Arabia. Yes. He mentions it in this letter. Yeah. Um. And then return to Damascus, and that's when the first missionary journey begins. Or this is when he first gets, like, this is right escapes after the with cult. the basket thing in Damascus. Yeah. Okay. This is at the very beginning of his call. He goes off, and I like the part here that, you know, he's set aside by birth for this training. And note in my Bible says... Possibly the translation could be from my mother's womb. I don't know if you can confirm or deny that with your Greek. Sure. What but is I think the, sorry, what's the verse? It's Quick. verse 15. Yeah. 1 verse 15. Which um, I think it's important because we when we talk about like... When a person is, you know, a person and alive... Yeah, it literally we, says... From the womb of my mother. Right. It could be while you're in the womb or it could be birth when you came out of the womb. Uh But, you know, talking about life before birth and that's important too. Yeah. I think the main thing I take out of this is that Paul had this long period of life where he's training, training, training as an enemy of the gospel. And through all of that, God still had a plan for him. Which was to make him as knowledgeable as possible in the Old Testament. So that when he learned the new gospel, 
he could make more connections than many other people because of what was revealed to him through Jesus. Yeah, I think that's a good point. But I think the main point he's trying to make is he learned all that other stuff in Judaism and was zealous in traditions and that, that he learned from people. But then verse 15 says, When God, who sent me apart from birth, called me, I did not consult men, and I didn't go to Jerusalem to see the apostles. Mm-hmm. I went to Arabia, where he had a revelation from Jesus. So he didn't go and get trained, or, you know, if this was a cult, you know, he didn't go and get brainwashed. He didn't hear any of this from a person. He's mm-hmm. saying, I got all of this straight from the source, and that's... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so he's not he's, he's not in cahoots with the disciples. Right. He is a student of mm-hmm. God. So yes. then he says he went to Arabia. Continuing on, verse 18. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem. So when you previously said he spent three years in Arabia, that's not how I read this here. Like, you went that he went to Arabia. And then, then he returned, returned to Damascus. Then after there. three years. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, look at his timeline a little bit. There, but. A little differently, but anyway. After three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Peter and stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am writing to you is no lie. Later, I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report. The man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith and he once tried to dis- that he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. Mm-hmm. We did go over that also in Acts. Yeah. That the disciples didn't want to meet with him. Right. And James had to mm-hmm. vouch for him and bring him in and meet with Peter but it's a yeah it's it's basically Paul retelling his story and the it all ties into there is no other gospel the words of Jesus it's that some people I haven't really met any of these people personally the I've heard it said red letter Christians that they only really believe in the words of Jesus himself. I think that you haven't might be. met any of those people. I haven't met many of the people that I've met people who claim that some of the Bible true. Yeah. A little bit, but no one has actually identified themselves to me as a red letter Christian. Well, I don't think that something that people would say about themselves, but they say like, I believe in Jesus, but I don't know about the rest of the Bible. You know, sure. I don't know they call themselves a red letter. That would come from the fact that a lot of Bibles write Jesus words, words in red in letters. Red. Yeah, so they view those as more important than the other words. But Paul is saying that his word is just as important as the words well, of his, Jesus his because words it's come not from Christ. Yes. And that doesn't mean everything Paul said. I mean, if Paul went to the store and said, I'll have that, you know, vegetable or whatever, that's not being inspired by the Holy Spirit. But the things that he is writing here to the church about God, these are the teachings of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. They are not 
what Paul wants to say. And the, the proof of that is that what does he receive for this preaching? It's persecution. It's hardship. He changes his career. He's an enemy now of all the people that he was working for. Right, this isn't like this isn't, some press. There's no, gospel. yeah, there's no personal gain for Paul by doing this. Yeah. So the, to summarize the first chapter, which I love to do, summarize, he's writing to people that he already knows, correct? The Galatians. He's visited Galatia or not? What do you think? Uh, I think the the churches in northern Galatia he didn't get to. Well, at least we don't know about we it don't from Acts. No, about. Mentioned. I forget if uh, northern Galatia, if you can intru- include in there, uh, Pisidian, Antioch, Lystra, and Derby. I have to pull out a map and look at them. Well, we did briefly read in the introduction of this book that there's several different theories about when this book was written. But anyway, he's writing to the people who are deserting the truth for a different gospel, which is no gospel at all. And then he goes into kind of like uh, just not justification, but like verification of the truth that verse 11 says, I want you to know, brothers, the gospel I preached is not something that man made up. And then again, in verse 20, I assure you before God that what I'm writing you is no lie. So he's saying, what I'm telling you is the truth. It's from God. The other things you're hearing, they're not correct. Mm-hmm. So this story, and then um, he's going to continue telling his story in chapter 2. Uh, I can see the heading says, Paul accepted by the apostles. Paul opposes Peter. He's talking more about his journey and his interaction with these people. And that is probably going to be a explanation or continued... What word am I looking for? Verification. Verification. That he is telling the the truth. That he's not just swayed by people or he's not sent by an organization. He's sent by God. He wasn't even, he wasn't even converted by the apostles. Right. It's not like the apostles saw him as this big enemy and said, you know what would really make our case if Paul came over to our side? None of them even wanted to meet with him. Right. So the whole point of him starting with this introduction and his retelling his life story is just to prove that what he's saying is true and it's inspired by God. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have kind of like this retelling of history. He's just keeping, keeping on saying what I'm telling you is not a lie. What I'm telling you is the truth. In contrast with the false. Yeah. That, that guy down the street who goes, I don't think what this person is saying is the truth. Or I think that, you know, the the New Testament is not as important as the Old Testament, the teachings of our fathers, the teachings of the Jewish faith. So All right, well that doesn't take too long to get through the first chapter. But that's not where the majority of my highlighting is, so we'll see how quickly we can get through next chapters. But Thanks for listening to Galatians. Hope you're enjoying it. Any questions or if you want to comment on anything that we've said or 
learn yeah. more about Paul, we can always, or not we, pastor can always provide more resources such as maps and timelines at a time when you're more awake, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now we're just waking up. Got yeah. a few maps, but we don't have everything with us. Yeah. So. But send me an email, pastor at the springslutheran.org. Uh, and like, follow, subscribe, share this podcast. Pastor Randall, wake up.